Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I am so happy to be talking with Gina Marecki here now. <laughs> and I'm so blessed to get to know you, Gina, because I first met you when we did Transformation 2020 together. Um, and you contributed a chapter, and it's been such an honor to work with you and to publish 50 Scattered Pieces. Can you share just a little bit about yourself and what work you do in the world? Sure. Thanks, Elizabeth. I appreciate everything you've done, and it was so great meeting you, yeah, and going through kind of pandemic <laughs> all that time, and, you know, being able to share these stories. I guess I'll just start with, I'm Gina Marecki, and now an author, but mainly my primary job is I'm a personal trainer, fitness instructor. I own a studio in Simsbury, Connecticut. And I've been at that for nine years now. I uh, got certified as a personal trainer later in life. I found when I was going through some really hard times with diagnosed with depression and anxiety, I was having therapy sessions and this was about 13 years ago. So it was a hard time. And at that time, going through it, it was very much still not really widely discussed. And I hate comparing it, but you feel like, you know, it's a disease, you know, mental illness, right? Certain diseases are very like talked about and supported and there's, you know, meal trains and things for people, which is wonderful. But at that time, it just wasn't what you did. You know, you just kind of sucked it up. And for years before that, you know, looking back, it was undiagnosed, you know, and I did suck it up and just try to get through everything. So anyway, came to a point where I couldn't anymore, you know, having a family and trying to be all for everybody uh, just kind of came crashing down. So went to therapy and in that journey found that exercise and movement was really beneficial for me. Even the doctor that I saw was like, you know, you're really good and happy and upbeat on these days when you, you know, play tennis or whatever I was doing at the time. So I started getting into more of like the heavier workouts, kind of high intensity training was coming out then too. And it was really popular and that just, I was totally addicted and didn't have to take medication anymore. You know, I just felt this, like this change. And I also wanted to share that with everybody. So I decided to become a personal trainer while this was all happening, kind of in the background was some writing, some journaling it was healing, but it was also, wasn't really like we've talked about it, like writing facts and things like that wasn't really doing much for me. <laughs> and I even found that with like when I tracked workouts or something, when I was very factual about it, it was kind of took the fun out of it. So some creative writing kind of started around the same time, coming back after a workout, feeling total elation and just like kind of wrote anything that came to my head. And I think it's in the book somewhere. I forget exactly which one it is. Uh, oh, actually, it might be the weights on my shoulders incorporated in that. Uh, but I've used it in, in my writing and it was just, just like emotions. And I think that's what triggered kind of the writing was any type of emotional feeling I had. Yes, with working out, I could get some kind of release. But then that writing, it was just something different. Never thought I'd share it with people <laughs> for sure because <laughs> uh, the work that you did and I and I know that I feel so connected with you with both of these things and we've talked about this before that for me yoga was what helped me get off psych beds and get off you know get in a healthier space and really tune into my body so I have that 
we share that in common and the writing too is something that I needed to do to really release and process the things that had happened and are happening and I still use it today too. Um, and so I love hearing people that have that same connection. They've felt those pow the, the power of, of those tools to heal. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and kind of my mission going back, you know, jumping around between writing and personal training, but it's now it feels like it's this, it came together because it was very separate. But my mission was, and I, I had this in Transformation 2020, wrote it in there, and it always has been this like unspoken mission. I just wanted to help people that went through what I went through. So not just the mental illness, but what, you know, depression and anxiety, panic attacks, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. um, what triggered it. So past traumas, childhood trauma, which that sets you up for, you know, any age sets you up for kind of a life of this fight or flight and sort of. Mm -hmm. a skewed way of looking at the world even if it's subconscious and you don't know it your body just reacts so you know with fitness I thought this could really help people you know but I never went around with a sign saying you know <laughs> what I went through it's just I wanted people to women especially to feel empowered and able to do things that uh, to make them more comfortable with their bodies in case you know maybe they did have some kind of physical trauma, mental, whatever, you know, you know, you release that right through the body. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that always was the unspoken mission, but it was in the back of my head, like, well, someday I'll, I'll talk about it. Someday I will maybe really help people. Um, I think you said it in your, in your success in any uh, season, you know, your writing, there was a time to come clean. Oh. I think that was your wording. I kind of <laughs> liked it. It kind of hit me like, oh yeah, that's what I needed to be honest. I think just to, I don't know, <laughs> get it out there, I guess that was my way to do it. So anyway, you know, back with the writing, it was sort of um, done like journaling with a pen, you know, pen paper by the bed. So I had lots of little journals. Mm -hmm. uh, my tablet was really kind of my, my big one because you could just kind of have that with you. You know, if I'm watching TV or whatever, and I just would create, and there was a lot of fictional stories, and it was just easier for me to, to you know, type it out on that. Mm. And so anyway, I had stuff everywhere, right? And last summer, um, you know, with the pandemic, there was a lot of extra time. So mm. I would write, and I would almost say I was writing a lot from memory of maybe the depression, anxiety, and stuff I went to, through. Mm. So some of, a lot of these were written years ago, but some of them were written more recently as almost a reflection of that's how I felt. And this was the way I could kind of express it. Mm. And, you know, I don't know how it came up. I think I might've written a piece called Scattered Pieces. And I thought that's really kind of a cool name. So I was Googling it like books named that. And I was like, oh, there are some kind of called that already, right? <laughs> and I was like, I wonder how many I have. And I turned 50 last year. And so the name 50 Scattered Pieces sort of came from, those two, you know, ideas and sort of the big joke I tease my husband because when I said the idea of 50, he, you know, so graciously supports everything and, you know, has been there for me throughout all of this. But, you know, he said, wow, I think he offhandedly was like, wow, that's a lot. Do you think you have that many? Right. But I heard 
you're never going to get that. (laughs) The way it translated was (laughs) the ultimate challenge. Like, okay, let's see how many I have. Uh, So I counted them all up. I went to all my journals, pulled them all together. And it was probably like 34 or 35. And I'm like, that's it. I'm writing them. I'm like, I'm going to get 50. Uh, And I did. And then, you know, you and I talked and thought it was a good idea and just kind of moved from there. Yeah. I love that what really inspired you was this motivation to clear and heal. And it was so, it felt so good to be writing. Right. And I, I hear that. And I think this is a cool part of the story too. When you, when you talk about turning 50, which first of all, you just look so gorgeous. And I'm like, I think of it as leveling up, like I hit 50. Yes. 42 year old. I'm like, yes. 50 can look gorgeous. You're awesome. But it's true. You go, am I really 50? You know, it wasn't like I have to do something at 50, but you're right. It is sort of this, wow. Okay. That's a number. It stands out. Mm -hmm. Um, The other great piece was coming up with a cover, which you and I talked about and looked at. And then again, the people I've met through fitness which that story is in the transformation 2020 about kickboxing and Muay Thai and this, you know, kind of crazy fitness world. Um, I met such wonderful people there. And this one woman who was married to a guy that I was actually my personal trainer and um, he competes in the Muay Thai world. He, uh, it turned out on Instagram, we followed each other. We weren't like, we were just brief acquaintances in this time at kickbox. They moved away. You know, I followed her on Instagram and she posted something about depression and her art work of it. And oh my God, when I saw it, it just was so moving. And then that started that little idea in the back of my head, like, I think I need to contact her. Um, She might be able to help with a cover. I just had this vision sort of, we talked maybe, you know, once just to say what I was thinking and the idea wasn't necessarily like a picture of me or anything it just was something shredded or broken or pieces and maybe a woman or maybe a woman holding something whatever she sent me one idea it was lovely um I gave her maybe another idea and then she basically came up with that and we both were like wait what like (laughs) it was kind of cool you know how she just knew I guess what I needed and, and, you know, what would work, um, you know, and, and the full picture goes and then there's a heart. We had different versions of it, but we thought, you know, this for the cover would kind of just show, you know, just kind of explain what happens. <laughs> you do feel like you lose some pieces and, you know, it comes back around. Um, and I guess that's my hope is for people to know that you can, you know, kind of come out of some pretty traumatic experiences and not let it ruin your life mm-hmm. yeah and I'm curious what the experience was for you when you went to publish it what did it feel like to put it out there it was pretty scary <laughs> I think it still is um I have to this is like totally going off topic but I mean on topic but it out there I haven't really slept well and 
there was a lot going on at the same time, but it's almost like, and this kind of happened with, with the last collaboration we did. It's a feeling of your words are out there, almost like the scattered pieces. Like I just blew this out into the world. And like, it's almost like people reading my words is keeping me up, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it. It just felt like sort of you lose that control a little bit, but then it was also very like, wow, when I would get, you know, I've saved all the texts that I've gotten and messages and reviews and just people really just telling me that, you know, it was very powerful to read. So that yeah, and it can me. be, I ask because I know this is something that can be very frightening to put out there, to put our work out there. And it, a lot of people, it stops them from doing yeah. it right? Like it, they get to the point of, oh no, I'm too busy to write or I'm too, like there's all these other things that come in the way. And the fact that you pushed through that and did it and published the book and put it out there is so good because I know that it, this will help so many people and it can feel uncomfortable, right? It, it's so uncomfortable, right? yeah. <laughs> and I don't think we, as writers, we don't talk, sometimes we talk about writer's block, we talk about relief or whatever, but we don't always talk about the process of getting the book out there and it's you know not something something that people that aren't authors just might not understand because they have they they're like oh cool you have a book that's so cool it's like ah and now I don't sleep you're right and it is and, it, and I'm sure some of that was happening right with proofing and proofing and editing and editing and you know you keep going because you're like oh wait this is wrong this is wrong oh no I have to add this and then does this look right and oh it's missing a period and it's like okay stop <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. so you know it, it's been definitely a ride <laughs> yeah and it's worth it is worth well I'll, I'll say on my end it feels worth it to put your book out and put my books out when we get like you said when we get message from someone where they say you know this book is so beautiful or this helped me so much it makes it worth it to sleep yeah. there this the fear that you have to push through uh, have you felt that way yes yeah <laughs> no <laughs> you're right no I, I definitely have and you know when you're sort of sleep deprived too things are harder to kind of focus on and deal with but when you do get that note it's like wow, <laughs> it is sort of, um, it just brings you, brings it all back around, brings it to that wholeness, you know, that this was right. Mm. Um, I never really, I mean, I had the fear, but I was never, once it was out there going, oh my God, I never should have done this, you know, that kind of feeling. It was more that, no, I just have to get through yes. and know that this part will pass, you know, the, the scary part again. But you've been great support and um, people in writer's hive too, you know, so really just notes from just people all over past, you know, kids, I, now they're my age, but, you know, people I grew up with, you know, um, and went to elementary school with and all the way up to when I was working in Boston at John Hancock, you know, I've had people just buying it from all walks, my clients, you know, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. But yeah, the artist uh, too is Kendra Tidrick. I don't know if I said her name before. Oh, thank, uh, thank you. Yeah, she is so gifted. I love that that painting that she did for the cover. It's so gorgeous and so exact. It captures 
that and that feeling like losing part of yourself and that it's just kind of like floaty out there like how am I where where am I right so it it really resonated with me and it's resonated with a lot of our readers too I'd love to hear could you read a a, uh, poem or two for us sure sure thing I'll see Oh. All right, so this is one that's kind of halfway through. Um, hopes and dreams, my hopes, my dreams, my wishes for you to see, to share, to tell, finally set it all free. It was locked up, tucked away deep, then slowly pieces began to seep. Rising to the surface, the lava overflows, setting fire to the world I know. Mm. Cleanse and rebirth comes after the blaze, the past behind me left in a haze. Freedom rings from heavens above, filled now with unending love. My hopes, my dreams, my wish I now see, it all lies within reach because I'm set free. Um, and then I'll read one actual from the book. <laughs> uh, and this one, again, it, it sort of ties the fitness world with kind of my, my uh, writing. Um, and it's called Weights on My Shoulders. My antidepressant, my anxiety relief, my pick me up, lift me up, make me so high drug of choice. The rush, the high, the calm, the cool, that heavy load lifts me out of my drowning pool. Pulse quickens, hard to breathe, sweat streaming down my face, straining every muscle to go farther. Heart beating fast, muscles screaming, hold on, just do it, fight through it, don't think, push harder. Bring it, you got this, do not break. The highest of highs beats out any of my lowest of lows. The rush stays with me long after the weights are returned to their place. This is the rush that lifts the weight off my shoulders. That one was kind of fun, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I love how that weaves through the weight, right? The physical weight, depression and anxiety, and that freedom, right? The, both of these highlight that, the freedom that's possible. Yeah. To move through it. So thank you. How do people get in touch with you to find either purchase the book or to do training with you or anything like that? Oh yeah. So my website is www.gfitness.us. That has a lot of information on it about my training. There's a contact page, which doesn't always go through, but um, <laughs> so my email is Gina Marecki at gmail.com that's probably better <laughs> um you can order books and you know other things online on my website uh another place much easier amazon you know uh you can find the book on there local you know in connecticut um i have a bunch of copies at the studio for pickup and i can also deliver them <laughs> uh driven around a few copies myself so yeah Perfect. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank to you. Gina. Thanks, Elizabeth. Take care. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.